Hello, my name is Sue Ditta, and this is the Electric City Culture Cast. The Electric City Culture Cast comes to you every other Wednesday at 7 p.m. on Trent Radio at 92.7 FM. The Electric City Culture Cast is produced by EC3, the Electric City Culture Council, your municipal arts, culture, and heritage council serving Peterborough and the surrounding region. Every other week, the Electric City Culture Cast takes you inside Peterborough's arts, culture, and heritage scene, simply one of the most vibrant anywhere in the province. Our magazine format features interviews with rising stars and emerging artists. We take you behind the scenes at a wide range of arts and culture organizations in the downtown community and on the Trent campus. We delve into the issues that people are talking about, bring you up to date on the latest news, reviews and happenings, and provide you with information and advice on what to see and how to advance your own arts practice. We broadcast every other week on Trent Radio and all of our shows will be available as podcasts. Thank you to Jack Betta from the Kawartha Youth Orchestra for our intro music. I'm Eva Fisher, EC3's program coordinator and producer of the Electric City Culture Cast. This week on Volume 6 of the Electric City Culture Cast, we speak with Elwood Jones from the Trent Valley Archives and with Krista English from the Reframe Film Festival. One of the things that makes Peterborough such a lovely place to live is the quality and extent of our built heritage. Gorgeous buildings and other sites in so many parts of the city. Lots of arts events take place in these buildings and organizations like the Trent Valley Archives are working every day to bring those spaces alive with programming all year round and making sure we remember where we came from so we understand better where we're going. We want to welcome Elwood Jones, archivist with the Trent Valley Archives. Hi, Elwood. Hi, Sue. Listen, can you tell our listeners a little bit about the history of Trent Valley Archives itself and what it does and how it works? Well, Trent Valley Archives started in 1989, the idea being to be a, a regional archives that covered the five counties of, uh, of this area of East Central Ontario. Uh, since then, we've become mainly specializing in Peterborough because that's where our main base is. We're at the corner of Carnegie and Woodland Drive. And so Peterborough and the county are, are certainly our, our strong points. We have things like the Peterborough Examiner uh, archives. We have the archives of the, uh, the land records for all of Peterborough area. And we have altogether over 600 different collections of uh, photographs, maps, uh, documents and things like this that all relate very strongly to the center of this area. 600 collections. Do you have any idea how many individual artifacts? Well, we call them two-dimensional artifacts, I guess, but the, uh, I would say we probably have, we have over 500,000 photographs. Wow. We have uh, about the same number of negatives, and I would say we have about 5 million uh, items of uh, manuscripts. So that's an incredible resource, not only for historians, but for journalists, for artists. Can people make arrangements to come in and do work in the archives? Yeah, we work, uh, because we don't get government funding on a, on a regular basis, we only get it when we do a particular uh, project, We've, uh, we have a, f a base of uh, using membership as our 
base for raising money. So $60 a year, people get the membership, and it includes the Heritage Gazette, which is uh, the best local history magazine uh, going. I've been editing it since 2000, but it's uh, it's part of what goes with the benefit of uh, membership. So if people have that, then they can come in and use anything that we have uh, for free. And we got a, a lot of stuff on... Uh, we, we charge them if they make copies. But we have uh, a lot of our finding aids are on the in-house in uh, computer system. We have uh, books. We have genealogical resources. We have uh, a library of over 3,000 books that are catalogued and don't circulate. Like, the, you have to use them at the place. But we have a, we have a librarian who's, uh, who's got the catalogued sort of Dewey system. But it, uh, it's really quite an amazing resource. Uh, and it has the advantage compared with the Trent University Library, that it's easier to browse because things will turn up in, uh, in close relation. And all the books we've got have been donated to us. They come. Wow, through the generosity of uh, and interest of people living in the community. Maybe just could you tell us a little bit about a couple of the archives, um, two, one or two collections that you think get used the most or that people seem really interested in? Mm. Well, one of the ones that I think is pretty representative, and we're getting traffic right now, is the Matthews uh, collection. We have, uh, Matthews had uh, started, the can they became involved with Canada Packers, but when they were operating here, it was the George Matthews uh, pork packing plant, which is where Holiday Inn is. But at any rate, their uh, son, uh, Harold, uh, went, to, uh, went overseas in World War II. And when it turned out he was registering, he instead of doing the normal, uh, they wanted him directly as an officer. So they sent him to RMC to, uh, to, to be that. That's the Royal Military College? Yeah, in, uh, in Kingston. And, uh, and the thing is that we've got the beautiful photographs of playing football, uh, having special events and things like this at RMC. But we also have, of course, pictures of the, the family around their, their house, which was London and uh, Water Street. We have uh, some of the correspondence that goes with it. So that actually links in with it. There's been a, a real interest in World War One right now, and we're getting a lot of uh, uh, queries coming in. There's a, a course being offered at Trent on World War One, so people are coming in for requests that way. High school students, we've had some of those as well. So we end up that we've got quite a few... Um, letters with correspondence related to World So War we can I. feel by reading the correspondence what it might have been like to live in that time period. So we've got some great collections at the Trent Valley Archives, a newsletter, publications, but I know that's not all you do. Can you no. tell us a little bit about some of the things you do to bring heritage to life in Peterborough? We, we've been thinking lately that experiential history is the way we should describe what we, we do, and it's partly because experiential tourism is one of the catchwords in uh, being used now in the community. But we've been doing this for a long time, that we, we effectively do a version of street theater in which we uh, will go to various, uh, various places and tell stories that are connected with this. Now, one of our most popular of these is the pub tours, partly because... You can have drinks while you're on the pub tours, but we take you to some of the historic pubs and we tell the stories about the history of the pubs and some of the stories that were connected with them. Um, we've had ones where we do streets, like we've done the avenues, we've done the West Side Story, we do East City, and we talk a lot about the buildings that are tied there. Elwood, I think people are going to want to come to the Trent Valley Archives and they're going to want to learn a lot more about your programs and activities. Where can they go to get the information? 
I would say go to the webpage, www.trentvalleyarchives.com, and uh, you'll find all the information that you need there, and you can actually book tickets to go on the various uh, events that we have. If you have any trouble or if you want more details, then we tell people to uh, give a call to Trent Valley Archives, where Heather is usually the one that'll answer the phone. What's the number? It's 705-745-4404. Fantastic. I have to say, Elwood Jones and the Trent Valley Archives have a great social media presence, so like them on Facebook. And I also want to give you a... You can follow us on Twitter, too. And on Twitter. <laughs> I want to give a shout-out to um, Elwood in particular. Watch for his stories in the Peterborough Examiner, regular stories um, documenting the history of built heritage in Peterborough. They're always fantastic and beautiful photographs. And also the Trent Valley Archives partnered with EC3 and a number of other arts organizations um, to talk about gentrification and the preservation of our heritage downtown um, at a space for us. So I'm going to say thanks to Elwood Jones. Keep an eye out for the Trent Valley Archives and all their fabulous events bringing history to life in Peterborough. Thank you very much. You're listening to the Electric City Culture Cast on Trent Radio at 92.7 FM on your radio dial. My name is Sue Ditta. I'm the Executive Director of the Electric City Culture Council. We produce the Electric City Culture Cast, and we are absolutely delighted to welcome to the studio today Krista English. Hello, Sue. Hey, Krista. Can't believe that you're in looking so fabulous so close to the festival the reframe film festival is coming up this month in january krista is the executive director of the festival she's been involved since the very beginning um maybe not everybody knows but peterborough has actually been a hotbed of film festivals over the years all kinds of festivals have come and and gone and some have been revolutionary and cutting edge. Some have featured local filmmakers and given a real step up to people producing locally. But Reframe has really established Peterborough as a center for the presentation of documentary film, of a wonderful range of outstanding documentaries from all around the world. I've been so fortunate in my travels across Canada and in some work I've done for the Reframe Film Festival to meet outstanding filmmakers from all across Canada, and they are without exception incredibly impressed by the scope and the quality of films that the festival brings to Peterborough and by the way the program is shaped here. Um, I think people expect a small town to have something that's very intimate and small, and they're absolutely delighted to find something that's engaging and cutting edge and dynamic. And Krista English has played a really crucial role in making that happen. Krista, tell us a little bit about the history of the festival. It's a cute, sweet little story about um, uh, Carol Waugh, who uh, co-founded Reframe with me. Um, she was moving to Peterborough to do a postdoc at Trent, and she actually moved right next door to me in, in an apartment. And I knew she was coming to town. I didn't know Carol, but, um, you know, great Peterborough hospitality. I saw her drive up and went out and introduced myself and um, said if there was anything that our door uh, was open for her to come and just make herself at home. And I went off to work and I came back and Carol was sitting in my kitchen 
because there was a little mouse and Carol has a mouse phobia and she couldn't move in to the apartment next door. But she sat in uh, our house for a couple days while she found another apartment. And while she was there, she said that she was really sad to leave Courtney, B.C. And she was sad to leave it because of this amazing film festival they had there and was asking oh, what Peterborough had and did we have anything like it. And at that point, the uh, previous fe film festival um, was Optic Nerve. Optic Nerve? was a local film festival. It wrapped up. And it had just finished, and it was an arts kind of uh, a film festival mm -hmm. and more experimental film. But it wasn't uh, running any longer, and I said, no, uh, unfortunately, we didn't have, but we, as Sue alluded to, we had this great culture of film festivals, and maybe we should maybe try to have one, <laughs> which was my famous last words start a festival of our own and you did and we did so we gathered because uh, she was speaking uh, primarily of a documentary film festival which reframe is we um i was pretty connected to the community and suggested that we have a meeting with some some people from social justice groups and to see if they thought it was a good idea you're getting the crowd together to talk about social justice and documentary and the first couple of years of reframe you worked with a group in Courtney, B.C. I think my friend Jeanette Reinhardt was doing something. Can you tell us about that phase? Yes. Uh, so when we first started, because um, I, I had no experience with film and uh, Carol basically only had uh, the knowledge of, of this Traveling World Community Film Festival that she participated in, we decided that the best way forward would be simply to get the films, some a selection of films from the Traveling World Community Film Festival in Courtney and bring them to Peterborough. So we did that from 2005 to 2009. And then in 2009, we thought, you know, we are well established enough and our audience had grown and was telling us what they wanted more. So at that point, we started making the kind of Made in Peterborough program, which we have now. So 2005, Festival takes place downtown. What theaters were you in? Uh, we were in um, Cossars Art. Okay, so Cossars was an art supply and, and a place where you could go and take drawing lessons and things That's like that. Right. So we had 25 seats in there. Right. We had um, the cinema on Cinema 379 on George Street. And we had, uh, I think, the Gordon Best okay. were the three at venues the only? at mm -hmm. the only. And, and we were at the library for a while. Um, How many films in the first year? Do you remember? I don't. I think 23 or something. Like 23 that. films. And what are the dates of the festival for this year? This year, it's January 25th to 28th. So that's a Thursday to a Sunday. And how many films will we see this year? Uh, we have 65 plus one. So... That would 66. be 66. The plus I one came in think. after the program was produced. That's one of I the films that. is bringing a date, so there will yeah. be 66 films. So that's an astonishing growth, and I know you show work at Market Hall, at the venue, and Showplace anywhere else this year? Uh, Galaxy Cinema. At the Galaxy Cinema. It. Fantastic. Yeah. So you're showing some big picks there? Uh, yes, we're showing, uh, we're starting the festival with uh, a film called California Typewriter, and uh, that will be on the Thursday night, The Galaxy. What time? 7.30. California Typewriter. 
intriguing title. Can you tell us a little bit about that film? It's it's an amazing uh, uh, film about um, people who are really passionate about typewriters. Typewriters were a huge part of a lot of our lives. And, and, and a lot of famous people have collections of typewriters. I like know Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks does. And Tom Hanks is featured in the film. And I know our own poet extraordinaire, Justin Million, has an incredible collection of typewriters. That Who will also be featured at our f- film festival. What's uh, Justin going to do? Justin is actually, so following, after the screening of California Typewriter, we're having a film fete at... Um, Evan Contemporary, and uh, Justin will be doing a uh, a typewriter performance. performance I've seen them. They're fabulous. So that's, um, tell us that date again. That's the Thursday, the opening night? Thursday, January 25th, and it, the the uh, film fete immediately follows the screening, which is at, at Evans, at Evans in yeah. uh, the uh, commerce. Yeah, building. and the subject, one of the subject of the film is actually bringing a collection of his typewriters to Evan Contemporary as well. So there will be a number of the film's beautiful typewriters um, that uh, you'll see in the film will be also on display at Evan Contemporary. Sounds wonderful. So now. I'm going to ask Krista English to do something I know is very difficult for any film festival director, but what are three of your best picks for Reframe 2018? Uh, one of the films that I think is a really important film and and that I would recommend is uh, Birthmark. It talks about the cultural uh, relevance uh, of birthmarks, but it also tells how that influences your life in many ways. So it's a it's a difficult film, I would say difficult film to describe, but it is uh, it is a lovely film to watch and and I would recommend it. World premiere, new film by Lester Alfonso, Birthmark. And second? Second is um, a film called Modified by Ob Giroux. And uh, it is a film um, that I personally really love because it's about food and growing food. Uh, Ob, the the director, is a food blogger, so the imagery in the film is just incredible. The the pictures of food that she's preparing with her mom is uh, just beautiful. Who is Ob? Ob is uh, she's a she's from um, Anaganish, uh, Nova Scotia, and um, she. She's had a couple, she's had at least one other film at Reframe. The film talks about uh, GMOs and the uh, harm that, from her perspective, that uh, GMOs cause. Genetically and modified organisms? GMOs, I yes. think that's right. Yeah. Go ahead, sorry. And um, so she's, she's looking at organic gardening and organic food production. It's a beautifully filmed documentary. Um, our local Mike Munn is the editor on that film. So Mike will be at the screening to talk about that process. And Ob will be doing a pre-recorded uh, Skype interview uh, to talk to about the process of making the film. Um, so that's on it, that film is playing on Friday at 7.30. Um, my third pick um, is uh, called Heart of the Land, and it's a Finnish film. And uh, it it touched my heart because it's about farming in Finland, but it's about 
where farming's going because uh, again the director that had a complete access to these farmers because they were her parents and they were wanting to retire uh, from from farming it, it they they ran into the same problem as people are running into here um, the the family farm is no longer and I was going to say this is an international issue it's an it? international issue mm-hmm. and it's she does a beautiful job of telling this story and I think that I hope that many farmers can come to it because I think that they would re- it would resonate with them the similarity that these folks in Finland are facing and what we are faced with in Canada. So these are three great new documentaries, any of which you'll probably love, and I hope you get a chance to go out and see them. Krista, where does the festival actually take place in 2018? Where are the screenings this year? The festival is downtown, downtown Peterborough, um, and it's at Showplace, Market Hall, and the venue and Galaxy Cinema. You get a catalog and you can choose and you can walk from venue to venue and it's really, really easy to get to films. So um, that's that's where we're located. Okay, and if we want to get programs, see what's happening, over 60 films, where can we check that out? The Green Up store at 378 Elmer Street uh, has the tickets for sale as well as we have them online. Um, and the programs should be out this Thursday, uh, and uh, that's the 54-page catalog. There is a smaller version available right now at Green Up and distributed at many of the cafes downtown. You can get programs and buy tickets and passports at the Green Up store on Elmer Street, right close to Art Space. Krista, I know you can buy passports to the festival, and you can buy tickets to individual screenings. What's the pricing structure like this year? Um, the pass is $30, and that gets you into every film before 7.30 at night. Okay. And then if you buy a pass, you can get the feature films. Those are films at, after 7.30 at night, um, and those are $10. And if you don't have a pass, you can still buy those tickets, and they're 15 And I know there are special prices for students as well. You can check that out on the website. Krista, my sense is there are a lot of volunteers that help make Reframe possible. Reframe just couldn't happen without volunteers. Um, certainly we have our collective who you know, selects the films and organizes the festival, but we also have about 125 day of weekend volunteers uh, that are the greeters, and they, they, um, they just do everything that has to be done over the weekend. They're amazing. Thank you, volunteers. Peterborough. Reframe, coming up soon. The dates again are? January 25th to 28th. Check out the program online at? www.reframefilmfestival.ca Like them on Facebook. There's always great info on their Facebook page. Please Instagram. Get out, and Instagram too. Please get out there because this is a really incredibly unique opportunity to see the best of documentary filmmaking right here in Peterborough. Thanks for coming in, Krista English. Thank you, Sue. You're listening to the Electric City Culture Cast on Trent Radio at 92.7 FM on your radio dial. And now a question for Ask Sue. We keep getting the most unexpected questions in our email box, um, but this one is actually pretty relevant, especially this time of year. Um, So I'm going to start reading it. Dear Sue, I'm an artist living in Peterborough, and I'm looking to widen my arts practice. 
I'm relatively new to the scene. What would you recommend? Hello, artists new to the Peterborough scene. You're actually in a really great place to begin your practice. Now, you don't say whether you're a visual artist, a writer, or a performance artist, so we'll try to give you a shot of the whole landscape here. First of all, check out, check out some of the art centers, Art Space, the Theatre on King, or great organizations like Theatre Trent. They're all places where you can learn some chops, get some introductory information, and develop your skills and build a network. And part of their mandate is to support emerging artists right here in Peterborough. And that'll give you an opportunity to meet other artists as well as people who are really experienced. There are also some events that commission new work and that support new artists every year. Public Energy does a series called Emergency. The Theatre on King works with Public Energy to do a series called Alternating Currents. There's Arts Week. There are all kinds of opportunities. Now, I regret to tell you the deadlines for some of these have passed, um, but in 2018, keep your eyes and ears open. Be sure again to like those Facebook pages. Stay on top of the information. And um, go to openings. Go to openings at Evans. Go to openings at the AGP. Go to the different theatre performances at the Market Hall, at the Theatre on King. There's always a chance to meet and chat with people in the lobby. And one of the things that makes Peterborough spectacular is the way that emerging artists support each other in building new enterprises and building new opportunities, developing venues, different productions and exhibitions. Get out there, meet some folks, and you'll realize it's a great place to start your practice. And that's all for this week's episode of the Electric City Culture Cast. My name is Sue Ditta, and I'm the Executive Director of EC3. That's the Electric City Culture Council. We broadcast every other Wednesday at 7 p.m. through the facilities of Trent Radio at 92.7 on your FM dial. The Electric City Culture Council is supported by a number of organizations, and we'd like to say thanks for the generous support from the City of Peterborough, the Ontario Trillium Foundation, the Ontario Arts Council, and Canadian Heritage. We'd also like to thank our board of directors and volunteers and the great people at Trent Radio who made this broadcast possible. Thanks for listening to the Electric City Culture Cast. And thanks to Elwood Jones from the Trent Valley Archives and Krista English from the Reframe Film Festival. Warm up your January, make it hot, and get out and see some films at Reframe January 25th to the 28th, 2018. And to leave you with movie screens in your mind. We're listening to Silver Screen by Dylan Ireland.